to get clean water out of manure. Sounds like magic, doesn't it? <laughs> They're doing it out in Acme. We've talked about this before on the program. And uh, brand new video out right now on Watkin Family Farmers' Facebook page, as well as an article and the video available online at farmersforreal.org. I want to fill you in more about the, the latest of what's going on out there and the, this really cool technology. You know, water is an issue around here. Manure is an issue. And and this particular technology and this project uh, is a good showcase of, of what the future may hold um, as far as managing both of those things, water and manure and streams and fields and nutrients and cows here in this community. Welcome back to the Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop with you here on KGMI News Talk 790. We'll have a little bit from that video, and then we will talk with Galen Smith out there at uh, Coldstream Farms where they're doing this in Acme right now. First, I do want to say thank you to our sponsor, Pape Kenworth Northwest. Brand new location earlier this year. They opened up at 1400 Iowa Street in Bellingham. So I wanted to direct you to that. You know, it's corn chopping season. A lot of semis for farming. Well, semis or, you know, box, you know, dump trucks, essentially. Silage trucks, we call them in the farming world. Uh, with big boxes on them to haul the silage from the field to the bunk. Uh, and lots of stuff going on right now. Who knows? You know, maybe there's a need for parts from time to time. Everybody hopes that they don't have to be working on their trucks in the middle of the season, but you never know. It does happen sometimes, and, and there are, they've got parts and inventory and service and all that uh, available there at Pape Kenworth Northwest, brand new location on Iowa Street in Bellingham. And a big thank you to them for supporting this program uh, that, that you're listening to uh, here, the, the, the chance to talk about farming here on the radio. So now a little bit from this video. You got to check this out on our Watkin Family Farmers Facebook page. This afternoon, we're at Coldstream Farms here in the South Fork Valley in uh, Deming in Whatcom County. Because this valley is so narrow, the river winds back and forth through the valley. So we do have a lot of sensitive areas that we want to make sure we're protecting water quality, all those things that are important to farms. You know, we want to make sure we're doing a good job. Very cool stuff going on out Two there, and, and you can check so out the entire video again on our Facebook page. Just check out Watcom Family Farmers on Facebook. If you aren't following that uh, profile, make sure you follow our page. I say ours as I, Watcom Family Farmers is one of the Save Family Farming affiliates across Washington State that I deal with, and of course, since I'm based here in Watcom County, I deal with them an awful lot. Joining us right now is the guy you just heard on the video there, Mr. Galen Smith of Coldstream Farms. Galen, lots of people. People hearing about this story, seeing this video, they're pretty pumped about it. You know, you guys have been in the news with us a little bit. You've probably had all kinds of TV cameras out there. Um, wanted to get you uh, to give us an update on, on how this water filtration system is working and get people back up to speed with some of the cool technology that's going on out there. Um, what's the starting point? You've talked with, you told so many people about this. You probably know better than anybody how to tell the story. I guess you start at water filtration, right? And, and technology to filter water out of manure. That's what it comes down to, right? 
Well, hey, good morning, Dylan. Uh, thanks for the opportunity to be on here. And um, yeah, there is some pretty cool things that uh, that are going on in the farming community, not here uh, or not just here, but uh, all around Whatcom County and uh, in Washington State. So um, yeah, appreciate the opportunity to talk a little bit a bit, a bit more about what's going on here. And um, yeah, this uh, trial project uh, that's underway out here has definitely uh, been on a steep learning curve. Uh, but we're starting to make some headway. We are um, getting the desired results that we want, which is ultimately clean water. Okay, clean water out of manure, though. And and that's, I think, the the part that's kind of mind-blowing for some people. I, I think so. Um, you know, it's not, it's not an easy process. Uh, some of the technology that we're using uh, has come out of Austria. Uh, we're partnered up with Regenis, who has been a great partner. And uh, we're a little bit unique out here in the South Fork Valley that, um, you know, Whatcom County, most places might get 30, 40 inches of rain. Uh, our average rainfall out here in the South Fork is 70 to 80 inches. So, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to tell people, but we don't really have a nutrient problem. We have a rainwater problem. So our goal is to get to get the water out of our system, um, you know, and, and, and put it somewhere that uh, is beneficial. So uh, this technology, uh, we are removing 100% of the solids that are in the liquid manure produced by our cows and here on the farm every single day. And we end up with what we call a tea water. You know, it's, it's, uh, the, the solids are removed, but uh, a lot of the um, pathogens and uh, fertilizer components are still in, in that uh, tea water um, through... Um, Microfiltration and reverse osmosis, you know, taking that water through multi-stage filtration process, we're able to separate out the concentrates, remove the pathogens, and end up with uh, a clean water source that, uh, that hopefully will be uh, returning into the South Fork Valley here. And that, that's really going to happen? Has that happened? What, what does it take for, to actually return? You know, ultimately, probably a lot of it, like you said, is rainwater. Some of it yep. is the water that the cows actually drink, and it goes through the system and comes out in various ways. We don't need to get too graphic, but we all know yep. how animals work. And so it's getting that water back out, keeping the nutrients, which you need for your fields, but the excess water you don't need, and really the stream does need it. What does it take to actually, I mean, that's kind of been the dream here, right? And you guys are pretty close to being able to actually return that water that's gone through your whole system back into the South Fork of the Nooksack River. Yeah, and, and we really are coming down to the final stages uh, of that. Um, you know, obviously, there's a lot of permitting, there's a lot of testing, there's a lot of uh, water quality um, requirements that, that are necessary to make that happen. So we are still currently um, working through the permitting process of actually putting that water back into the river itself, uh, working with ecology and um you know, clean water standards to make sure that that can happen. So uh, on our, our side of things right here on the farm, we are doing our very best um, and we've made some improvements and upgrades to the equipment as we have gone on. But uh, we're in, in some of the testing phase to make sure that uh, the, the water that is going into the, the South Fork Valley to, you know, uh, increase in-stream flows and um, do all those positive things is, you know, guaranteed to be of the highest quality. 
Yeah, because I would imagine one of the big concerns is, you know, what if there's a system failure or something? You don't want to sure. be moving water that doesn't end up being filtered to 100% clean to make it into the river ever. I mean, that's that's the big thing that, that the dairy community around here is trying to avoid is any sort of uh, manure, anything ending up in streams. Yep, you're exactly right. So it's it's building fail-safes into the system that uh, that are duplic- duplicative and repetitive that... Uh, you know, give us a 100% guarantee that uh, if we're not meeting clean water standards with the output of our uh, unit, that that water is not going to uh, to make it to the river. It would be diverted and either put into a lagoon or some other type of storage, That, but it, it just physically cannot happen if we're not meeting clean water standards. So working through those processes, automating facil- uh, the process and um, yeah, pushing forward, but we're really excited what's happening out here. We, we, we are 100% taking, uh, taking liquid cow manure and turning it into clean water. So that's happening. Well, it's proving number one, that this can be done because it hasn't been really done this way before. So what I understand, I mean, is there anybody out there who's doing it like this? You know, I, I know throughout the U.S. there are some other operations uh, that are doing using this type of technology uh, to different uh, varying levels of success. Um, and, and part of the success here on the farm is not only uh, operating this system successfully, but it has to be done uh, in an economical way. So, um, you know, farming's been tough the last uh, year, two years, and, you know, it, we we ride up and down markets all the time. So for us, this can't just be, um, you know, an economic or, I mean, uh, environmental benefit. There has to be some economical benefit as well. And so uh, part of trying to operate the system and drive down cost and increased efficiencies uh, so that this project is, uh, you know, a feasible and financially um, rewarding project. So what is the, the economic benefit? It, it's not having to add additional storage facilities to to store all these many, many gallons. And because your manure, again, like you said, out there in Acme in particular, because of all the rain you get, it's a lot there's a lot more volume to it even than than in this other part of Whatcom County where I am at this morning. Well, that's that's for sure. I mean, less storage is is definitely one side. Uh, but for us, as we are able to concentrate these product pro, um, products down, let's say, um, you know, a typical uh, manure application might be somewhere between six and eight thousand gallons per acre. Yeah. Um, where where we concentrate it down two, three, even four times as I'm loading this product into a truck. And, you know, a long, narrow valley, the, the river moves back and forth this through this valley. Um, we have to transport a lot of our um, manure, you know, our, our fertilizer uh, up and down the highway. And so now I have uh, a tank load of manure that that instead of being able to apply two, two loads per acre, I can now go out and put uh, one load per three acres. So I've just cut my trucking cost uh, by, you know, 30, 40%. Um, and, and time as well. Uh, when we're looking at narrow, uh, windows to, to be able to get nutrients out onto the fields, um, it can be an issue. And, and also now, instead of having to put on 8,000 gallons an acre, we're able to put on two to 3000 gallons an acre. My risk of runoff and exposure, um, and by removing the pathogens from the, uh, the concentrates, 
hey, I've, I've, I've minimized my risk of runoff. I've minimized my risk of um, those call forms making it into any waterway. So, um, and, and also we do uh, partner with some of our neighbor farms up here and they will take our excess manure to grow crops for us. Uh, but that means in turn for me that I have to buy commercial fertilizer back when I need it. Um, so this will kind of close the loop a little bit on the farm that will re uh, reduce my dependency, if you will, on commercial fertilizers and really take every little bit of fertilizer uh, that we have and incorporate it right back onto our own fields and, and not have to go buy synthetic uh, commercial fertilizers. Galen Smith is with us with Coldstream Farms out in Acme with this cutting edge water filtration system that they've been essentially testing out there. But, you know, it's kind of moving beyond testing to you're just going to keep on using this from what it what it sounds like. Um, now, if this is uh, just one quick question on the more concentrated manure product, and that makes a lot of sense for reducing costs on time and transport and a lot of different things that you just described. Does it uh, does it result in a product that's concentrated where it might burn the crop you know that, that can be an issue with you know even traditional traditionally managed and produced manure can be a little bit quote-unquote too hot and, and be a problem for plants well I, I think that would be just like you said dylan uh it, it would happen even with uh, you know regular manure yeah, uh, yeah. if you if you put eight thousand gallons uh, in a hundred by hundred uh, area, you're going to have a problem and uh, same exact thing. So uh, it's just the manage management of the truck speed and, um, you know, doing a good job with our applications, but uh, we have some, some pretty great guys out here. And, uh, and even with the conservation district, be working with them on proper application, you know, per, per acre. And uh, so, so we're still learning some things. This will kind of really be our first full winter of, you know, removing the water and having some byproducts that we can really go and uh, test and apply this spring. Um, but but one of the other benefits is we're finding in the in the solids removal, the fine solid separation, that there's a lot of value in in those solids themselves. And so you know maybe being able to incorporate them into some of our cornfields in the spring. Um, but but we still got a lot to learn. So working with the conservation district, working with Regenis, and and testing these products and making sure that we're applying them in uh, agronomic rates. How much water are we actually talking about here? Uh, you as know, far as clean four, as far as clean water that the system produces at at the end of things. Yeah, you know, on uh, we I, I would say as we've continued to learn things, where we haven't always you know we we may we might may find a little uh, problem somewhere, and so we'll upgrade the this uh, system. So we haven't really been running full scale, you know, for months and months. Um, but this this pilot project uh, is designed to put out uh, probably somewhere between four and four and a half million gallons of clean water on an annual basis. And is this system going to get pushed a little bit harder as we head into winter here in the? The classic rains start hammering us week after week. Well, that's that's the great thing. I mean, as a pilot project, our our lagoons and our facility is all designed to hold all of our nutrients without this project. You know, without without the removal of the rainwater. So, right. um, you know, there is some benefit, and and our hope out here is that we are able to exclude four and a half million gallons of storage from our lagoons. And, you know, that may potentially give us the ability to grow and, and put on some more cows um, by not having to invest in more, 
you know, earthen lagoons or uh, above ground manure structures. So, um, you know, for us to, to put in another lagoon is expensive as well. And when we get 70 inches of rain in an annual, in an annual season, uh, we're collecting all that and having to repump it and it dilutes down, um, the manure that we have. And so it just, it becomes expensive and we didn't see that as a viable option in the future. So this system, while, you know, we're processing maybe 20 to 30% of our, total volume uh if it works and um it's it's economically feasible there's no reason we wouldn't upscale it and um you know potentially put eight or nine million gallons of clean water back into the river on an annual basis this is the farming show on kgmi news talk 790 i'm your host dylan honkoop talking with galen smith he's out at Coldstream farms in acme uh, where they have been a part of this pilot project to test this water filtration technology taking manure and getting the clean water out of it of course keeping the the other good parts of the manure too that you want to get to your crops the nutrients um, but getting the water out which you and especially up in acme where they get an extra uh, large amount of rain. Um, you definitely want to get rid of some of that water because it's more than what you need and it becomes a lot to store. And this sounds like it's an answer to that. Galen, do you think, um, you know, it, it, this is a pilot project. This receives some grant funding to make this all go. What's it going to take to get it to the point where other dairy farms could use it? Is this something that can work on other farms? You know, most definitely. Uh, I, I think it's really a tool in the toolbox. Um, you know, every farm in every region has, um, you know, different environmental pressures. And obviously, you know, here for us, rain is, is one of those. Uh, it may not be suitable for a farm in eastern Washington, but, you know, for a farm somewhere that is either looking to concentrate nutrients or remove water, it's definitely a tool. Um, and I think we're probably in the phase that, you know, things are operating and, and doing what we would expect. Um, and it's taken, you know, six, eight months to, to kind of get there from the initial phase. And so really we're, I think this is going to be our first full winter to, to go through operating this equipment. And, um, you know, it's, we're probably looking at another 12 months to kind of really prove this thing out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're getting the desired outputs that, that we were ex uh, hoping and it's expecting, uh, it's just now, how can we kind of fine tune things and optimize it to, to drive out cost and, uh, maybe get a few more gallons through the machine. Very cool to see this all happening. And again, you can see the video of this at Whatcom Family Farmers on Facebook. You can also see it online at farmersforreal.org. Uh, Dylan Honkoop here on The Farming Show talking with Galen Smith at Coldstream Farms where they're doing all this cool stuff. Um, this just shows um, how much farmers care about trying to do the right thing for the environment and finding solutions that will actually work. A lot of people can spout off pie in the sky things. Well, farmers need to do this and farmers need to do that. And almost, you know, 99 times out of a hundred or more, those, those great ideas, those idealistic ideas aren't really going to work. But what farmers are looking for are ideas like this that actually do have a lot of promise. And you guys are, are showing that this can happen you guys have kind of stuck your neck out to do it and that's impressive to see so i want to thank you for doing that How, how's uh how's the uh crop world going on out out there right now just uh since we're here in in the middle of you know corn season a lot of people chopping looks like rtj who we talked with last week ashton bean blossom they wrapped up corn harvest and i think some people are jealous about that uh this week how about for you guys out there galen <laughs> 
Well, I would definitely be, uh, I'm a little bit envious and jealous that uh, some of that work's already done. But uh, to be honest, ours is kind of just beginning here. It really yeah. has been a uh, in Whatcom County an awesome year for, for forage and crops, grass and corn, both. Um, you know, I'm not, not quite familiar. You, you'd probably have to give the, uh, the barrier report for sure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, for grass and corn, it's really been a good year. So, uh, up here in the Valley, we are usually a couple weeks behind, behind everybody. It's just a little bit, uh, uh, cooler and wetter up here. We don't quite get all those long days with the sitting in the sh- uh, shadow of the mountain up here. So we are looking to start next week. So we've probably got, uh, about 750 acres of grass to go in and, uh, probably about 600 acres of corn. So we've definitely got some work ahead of us, but uh, we're hoping for a nice Indian summer and be able to wrap our season up here in a couple weeks and uh, get the equipment cleaned up and put back in the shed and uh, get it ready to pull out in the winter to start working on and, and rebuilding. So we've got we've got a lot of work ahead of us, but uh, it's been a really great year so far for crops. Well, best of luck to you as you guys head into that harvest. Again, Galen Smith out at Coldstream Farms. Thanks so much for chatting with us this morning. You bet. Great to visit with you, Dylan.